0: Hey y'all welcome back to the vision room social if you're a first timer this is actually episode two so go back this is the first one uh but for those of you who haven't listened yet the vision of the vision room from intended is to I just wanted to create a space for us to have conversations with creatives and share the journey of how you got to where you were um I know that a lot of us even myself like I was afraid to take the jump towards pursuing the life I felt like God called for me Mm. uh but then hearing other people's stories inspired me and then once I jumped the middle didn't look like what I thought and so it just took talking with friends and living life to figure it out and hopefully I can just kind of create a space for people to hear other people's stories and hopefully get inspired to chase your own dreams you know so I'm gathered here with my good friend my brother the Caden (laughs) Boyd my guy welcome to the vision
1: thank you for having me thanks for yeah dude thanks for letting me be on episode two appreciate episode two. it we're starting strong man yeah That's pretty good yeah um so first question actually. wait wait hold on hold on i have a question <laughs> i have a question meeting. also it's just it's cool that like you know like we were okay so just full transparent, transparency transparent like moment. Having yeah. total technical issues You had to FaceTime somebody to get the audio working properly I'm not putting you on blast right now no, But okay. I, this real. is actually a roundabout way of kind of gassing you up I It's do, like do, bro. you had an idea for a podcast You didn't necessarily know how to like get everything set up and working perfectly YouTube University yeah, We're getting camera situated We're in a room that neither of us have ever been in before but still you were just like, well, I'm just going to do this. So like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Sometimes it's just a matter of doing it and like just kind of making the jump to do it. Um, sure. if you had a vision for something and then you're like, okay, well I don't have all like the grocery list stuff of having it completely figured out, but I'm still going to do it. So, yeah. Okay. So i just kind of have a question for you. Like what yeah. was ultimately, I know you kind of touched for vision room social. What was, I mean, I kind of know the answer to this, but like yeah. what, I think it's important for people to know what it what was the ultimately the inspo behind Vision Room Social. Like what was kind of the catalyst? What was the thing that made you say like, OK, no, I, I, I really want to do this, this now.
0: Cowboying the mean. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know the story. We live, yeah. we live off together. But for those of you who don't know, uh, actually this year, back in March, I was diagnosed with stage three cancer in my digestive system. Uh, that was super out of left field. I mean, I'm 25. I'm relatively healthy. I am I am healthy, actually. Yeah. um and whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, just, it was out of left field, man. But while I was going through chemo, and that's, like, for sure the hardest thing I've ever had to live through, uh, one of the things that gave me the most strength to continue on was the vision that I had for the life I still had to live. Because, I mean, I'm a musician. I'm a creative. There's, like, so much stuff I wanted to do. I was like, there's no way I'm facing death at 25, you know? Yeah. So um, I just held on to faith. and. The vision for the life I had to live was kind of what helped me hold on. So um, I think that's one of the b- greatest gifts that God gives us is, like, the vision and the faith to imagine what could be. And we kind of live in that tension of, like, what we're currently living through. And mm-hmm. it doesn't look like what we know where we, where we should live. So it kind of gave me the strength to continue on and keep fighting. And we're good now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, God's good, man. Praise God. Um, yeah. And then I know I already kind of already said this earlier, and I've I've told you this in person before. Yeah. but. Um, to gas you up again to those that like may not know you or even do know you, but yeah. may not necessarily have seen you kind of walk through what you were walking through at the time is when you were going through multiple rounds of chemo, when you were going yeah. through surgery, when you got diagnosed um, and you found out, like, I mean, like you said, it totally came out of left field. I never once heard you complain to anybody. Yeah. Like you going through chemo and just that being like the hellacious experience that you told me about and the surgeries and you just like feeling physically unwell and it kind of being a scary thing and then your family coming up from texas and hanging out making sure you're good you never once complained and it really does remind me of like being steadfast immovable and always abounding in the work of the lord like bro through that entire experience you were steadfast like you never i never saw you like waver with your faith one time you were immovable and then I felt Thank like you, you just, you continued to, man, just like grow in your faith. You continued to like work even yeah. <laughs> dis- despite <laughs> all your, the hell stuff that was going on. So like you truly um, were like steadfast and movable and always abounding in the work of the Lord. So like yeah. just to gas you up, man, Appreciate like, you, brother. that was really cool for like me to just witness the way that you lived your life with all that stuff going on yeah. and that, and thank in you, mom. man. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, shout out to mom and dad. Uh okay.
0: raised me in a Christian home. Yeah. So like <laughs> when I was going through something like that, like I had nothing else but that was so deep ingrained in my in my brain and in my rhythm of life that holding on to God was the only thing I had and I mean, now that I'm good, I put my faith in the right place. So yeah, man. if you need Jesus, find him. Yeah. Um also partially my Enneagram nine, I didn't want to bother <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Dude, no, I know I know I had community out there around yeah. me. I just I don't know I'm, I love people so hard so like if I if you came to help me I felt like I would have had to give you energy that I didn't have at the time but I'm taking the reins back I'm driving Division room social uh, my brother first question uh, Kaden meets a stranger and they ask you what you do how are you explaining that concisely
1: um, okay concisely um, well depending on how concise I need to be yeah I mean I feel like honestly sometimes I feel myself avoiding having the conversation of like what I do for work just because depending on who you're talking to, they may or may not just ask questions that are just kind of awkward or just kind of, I don't know, it's just like not super helpful for like Yeah. And so a lot of times what people will ask you is like, I'll say, oh, I'm an actor. And they'll say, oh, you're an actor. Have you been in anything I would know? And then my response is, how would I know what you know, or That's like real. if there's if they say, "Oh cool, anything I've seen, how would I know what you've seen uh, like maybe in, they
0: mean mainstream stuff yeah I don't know. but
1: but what is it mainstream to me may mean yeah. to, like mainstream our mainstreams may be yeah. totally different, <laughs> so anyway, I just find myself That's either if That's I can keep it kinda surface level and i'll be like oh, i work in like tv and film and then if people are satisfied with that answer okay. great we can I'll move on that. yeah i'll take that but sometimes i'll just say i'm an actor and i've been working in tv sure. and film for like 20 plus years yeah
0: because tv and film can mean anything yeah
1: yeah uh so
0: from what i understand you've been in this field of work like since were little bro yeah man since i was a kid
1: so how how'd that even start uh it started off pretty much for the most part i would say it kind of it both me and my sister started at the same time yeah. when we were kids and then you were like age five, six. Shoot. Yeah. And so I it started off six <laughs> years old, man. I mean, it started off as like modeling as kids, you know, doing like JC penny catalog back in the day, doing like target catalogs. Back Anything in the day. I would know. I'm just kidding. Like <laughs> JC penny catalogs. Yeah. Um, but, and then it, that uh, long story short, that went from like yeah. to commercials and then that's, you know, transitioned into, TV and film and all that stuff. That's dope, man. I think the first yeah. time I, I, I think I sent it to you. I saw you in dodgeball,
0: like you were the the mm-hmm. patches of Hoolihan. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I know him. But <laughs> I can't believe that you recognized. Me. <laughs> no, but that was like after the fact that you and I were already friends, though. Oh, like that's I. Funny. I I'd seen that movie when I was like, I don't know how old I was. I I didn't know who you were, bro.
1: Yeah. um, That was, I mean, there's a few jobs that were kind of like some of my first that I can kind of remember. And that Dodgeball definitely being one of them where it kind of felt like I didn't really know what it meant to be working. I mean, sometimes when you're working on a movie or you're working on a show, you have no idea like what the end result is going to be. You have no idea how big or how small it's yeah. it, like the success of it is going to be. Yeah. Um, and so that was just kind of like a random one that was like fun as a as a kid to go and get to work on. And so that
0: took you like a day? Yeah, that was yeah. just a day shoot. That's yeah. so crazy, dude. Yeah. Now that's like, I don't know, cult classic kind of? Yeah, kind of. What'd you call yeah. It that? Yeah. So can you unpack kind of the journey of doing that? Because like at five years old, I don't know that Caden chose to go into All acting. Right. Maybe, I mean, you were influenced by it. Because you said you and your sister did it, did it but like... I don't know if you were to choose your career now, would you have chosen the same thing?
1: Honestly, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah. because I could have chosen to do anything else like at That's any right. point, you know? Um, but definitely, yeah. Th- I mean, there was a point when I kind of had to choose for myself, Hey, is this something that I want to do? You what, know, what point was that like in your life? I would s- high school, college ish. I would say probably, yeah. um, it kind of got to a point if I'm being totally transparent, I'll talk about this. Um, yeah. There, at one point, um, I so both me and my sister got dropped from our agents. Basically, you right. get fired from your agents um, in a way. Yeah, I got dropped from the right. roster just because, and I think kind of the reason why is just there was certain things that you could kind of do as a kid actor that yeah. would work and, you know, it was totally fine and people loved to see, but it kind of got to a point when you start – getting into that adult actor range when like that stuff that you did as That's a right. kid is not going to work anymore. Yeah. Um, and so it, for me was a situation of where I kind of had to take like the actual, I had kind of had to relearn how to act, I feel like. Man. And so, Rebrand. yeah, yeah <laughs> re- re- rebranding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of had to learn how to act. And like, I kind of took on that responsibility of like, okay, how do I actually get better at this? What does that actually look like? Yeah. Um, and so I would say like right around high school, college, college is kind of when I started going to this acting studio and I was like going to acting class every week. And I did, I did, I went to acting class every week for like five or six years, man. (laughs) So like where I, I felt like I kind of had to really relearn how to do that stuff. So I would say that like high school or college time was probably when it, really became real for me and i was like i would see stuff that really inspired me and i'd be like oh man that would be a dream to work on something like that so i would say right around that time is when i really started to like get passionate about it
0: yeah and i'd say props to you bro because like back when the agent let you go off the roster i i mean a lot of people would have just been like well i guess that wasn't for me because after because you had seen some success at that point right Mm -hmm. so at that point and then you get dropped you're like well what am i doing wrong you know yeah but You change the
1: game. You have to like refine your own game. A hundred percent. And I mean, honestly, I think about that. I don't in a way like I think the right way to think about it, put it like that is that that was probably one of the best things that could have happened to me at that time, because I don't think I really knew how to like how to act if if I'm if I'm being honest, like leading up to that point. And then that was kind of like the reality check that I needed that made me go like, okay, how do I actually get good at that what am yeah. I doing to better myself at this like actually yeah um and so I think that was probably one of the best things that could have but yeah That's I mean true. I guess I could have said oh yeah. uh, I you know I'm done for the I'm done with this it's getting way too hard but yeah man nah. uh
0: and I, I think one thing I'd say to creative people is that at least in my life I feel like every disappointment that I've had has led to me leveling up at mm. some capacity because I've had wow. Bro, I've had rejections. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, I mean, I went to nursing school. I was trying to get my bachelor's degree. I didn't make the program. Like, they they graded us by GPA, mm-hmm. and I was, like, right on the line of mm-hmm. the people that didn't make it. So, And then I had to switch game, and then I got on this, like, accelerated program and got my nursing degree. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, I have it now and even with music i've gotten dropped from churches and totally. i've been told to my face that i don't have the skill set to kill it uh, yeah <laughs> yep. and we're here now this is familiar yeah, yeah. who yeah. would have thought yeah. not yeah. me uh, yeah. but yeah man so like for anyone listening if you're like in the middle of that disappointment like mm-hmm. really take the opportunity to either seek god or like revamp what you're doing because yeah i mean a lot of times that that disappointment will lead me towards like pushing pushing myself to new limits yeah
1: so, and I think I'm kind of curious what your perspective is on this. I think there can be a balance between, you know, just kind of being consistent and like staying in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but then also it's what are, what are you putting your hand? How are you putting your hand to something? And like, how are you getting better at that thing too? I think there's a That's balance true. between like, look, I just got to keep driving. I just got to stand in this. I got to be steadfast here yeah. and be consistent. And then also like, okay, but, how am I, how am I stewarding? That's such a Christianese oh word. <laughs> in this how, season of my yes, life. I just yes, feel like <laughs> it's Intentional. Oh um, my God! how am I, yeah. How am I stewarding this gift or how am I stewarding, um, like this desire that's been put in my heart? How am yeah. I getting better at that? How am I stewarding this gifting? Well, yeah. Uh, so I think there can be a balance between consistency and then like actively getting better. Yeah,
0: that's true. Uh, bro, I think it for for me it's been there's been two lanes there's stuff that is just like it's not for me yeah like totally bro, if i get dropped from karate when i was four like <laughs> i mean that probably wasn't for me bro. i don't i don't <laughs> got it in me but there's stuff like music that i just inherently like maybe it's god-given like yeah. gift and purpose that yeah. i just feel like this is so big a part of what i do and who i feel i am and and what i can offer to this world so like I think my love and my passion for help me kind of keep that, but I'm I'm also an emotional feeler thinker. There's a lot of people that process th- things logically, so is that you a little bit? See, yeah. I don't know, so I don't know how, what how decisions feel like. For me, I'd be like, okay, I love guitar, I love lamp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you know that reference, double points. Um, but yeah, I just have like this inherent pulling towards this
1: music thing. Like, I just can't see myself not mm-hmm. doing that. Every. Yeah. So I I, I would say that to, to a degree I would, I 100% resonate and empathize with that. It's like, would I be cool just dropping what I'm doing and walking away from it forever? And I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure no, because also, I mean, to a degree we know that like, yeah, I mean, the Lord cares about what we care about, you know what I mean? And so, and like, if, if we know, if we know our identity, You know, we also can know, like, the desires that he's put on our heart, and I think we can kind of – we're able to discern what is for us and what's not. You know what I'm saying? And so,
0: yeah. Okay, so recap. For those who are listening, disappointment can lead to you stepping up your game. Yeah. Yeah, just like – but it has to take – that's an intentional effort, though, because you Mm -hmm. can wallow in that and then stay in that and just kind of stay stagnant. Like Caden did, took lessons. Now – Yeah, this man's in the game.
1: I mean, ultimately, I mean, I feel like uh, inevitably, like whatever we're talking about is probably going to come back to some faith stuff just because that's like such an important part of both of our lives. But man, like the testing of our faith produces perseverance, you know what I'm saying? And so like without. So if you're not tested, like you're going to have very little perseverance. So like anything that goes wrong, anytime it gets tough, then you quit. And yeah. so, like, no. Well, we don't do that. We don't quit yeah. because something got like got difficult, or because we went through a testing, or because we went through a trial. Like, yeah. the ship is made to be out at sea and not be in the safe harbor. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, that was like, really close. I thought you said uh, something else.
0: Huh? <laughs> I thought you said you said the ship. You oh yeah 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 no
1: the ship the boats the yeah, boats this man this is a family show yeah man.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> but um yeah, yeah so the I mean uh, perseverance fan so For it sure. comes down to yeah all
0: right bro long standing so. tradition. Midway point of the episode, ah, yes, we're doing the cash app challenge. I'm gonna explain it for those of the that don't know what it is. <laughs> so, kaden I'm gonna ask you either a trivia question, okay, or an inside joke between us two, okay, that I know the answer to. If you get the answer right, I cash app you five dollars, okay, if you get it wrong, you cash oh, out me five dollars. I'm getting cash app for, for you, sure. You, you're getting cash app, bro. I need to keep a tab of how much money <laughs> I lose this season, but uh, for you, my brother. Drum roll. Wait, is there going to be
1: an answer over here that I'm not supposed to see? Okay, cool. No, okay. that's just my notes. Oh, okay. To okay. so make
0: sure I drive the boat right. A okay. ship, actually. Good. Um, Good. So, since we're both office fanatics, mm-hmm. I just thought it was fitting mm-hmm. um, that that you got op- office trivia. So, yeah. I have two questions, actually. Okay. First one's kind of a softball okay. in the episode with Ryan started the fire. Mm-hmm, what did he start the fire with? A cheesy pita. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude don't play with me I that was a a softball
0: wow that That was was a softball yeah yeah okay second one uh i think it's kind of easy uh i i didn't know the answer at first but when prison mike is breaking down what the worst part of prison was what was
1: it dementors (laughs) come on don't play with me do the accent do the accent (laughs) the prison (laughs) My name is prison Mike Nate, Nate's over there, like I know the answer. I know the answer um the Dementors. The yeah, it's like the really bad like New York
0: accent, yeah, that is yeah. okay, I owe you five dollars. I'll get you as soon as we get off the off there okay Sounds good. uh hold you minus Jacob is losing money quick this yeah. season yeah um i don't know how the other guests will do, but Kaden smashed that, but i, yeah. pro- I probably should put some more work into that yeah, okay, back to the episode, okay, so you're an actor, but uh i think as of recent i've seen you do more speaking engagements on, on stage which is like you've said is kind of like not your comfort zone at all nah, yeah but bro like i i mean can you kind of speak into that how, how that's been going yeah
1: yeah um i mean i don't really know what it started from i mean ultimately i, I mean i've only done a couple of speaking engagements of just being on stage and i They're mean ultim- ones though, bro. what's that i, I, I guess mean, to i me, mean yeah. I, I don't i mean Ultimately, that's just not like a passion of mine. That's not something yeah. where I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do more speaking engagements on stage. Like I, yeah. I, I genuinely don't really enjoy going up, being on stage, like yeah. having a mic in my hand. Um, like it put me in front of a camera all day, like yeah. no problem. I'll, I'll do. That'll I'll be do your it. opposite, you and <laughs> I, brother. But yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, it was just, you know just being in the industry and being a believer. I think certain people were just kind of wanting to know what that looks like, what that looks like navigating an industry and being a believer. What kind of standards do you have? Like, how are you kind of holding the line? Like what areas do you compromise here? Do you compromise there? I think people Mm -hmm. were just kind of wanting to know that, like how do you navigate it ultimately? And so for me, like even though that's not something that's like super comfortable for me necessarily, I kind of took it as like, okay, well, if this is an opportunity where I get to encourage somebody, if it encourages one person, then it's worth it. It's worth like me, like it not necessarily being my favorite thing. Like I'll go and I'll, I'll talk and I'll answer questions or whatever, be on a panel. That's Mm -hmm. mainly what I was doing. Um, You know, I'll answer questions. If it, if it encourages one person and, or I get to remind somebody of who they are, I get to remind somebody of their identity and who they are. And the lord then worth it like i'll i'll, yeah. I'll do that so bro, have you had to say no to some stuff in in what like, way like, like speaking engagements or bro, i or mean i was i meant speaking engagements stuff. but also industry stuff oh all the time all Man. the time you want me to do you want me to elaborate on that
0: uh <laughs> if you want to give us a, a vision room social like exclusive i, mean, I don't know no this breaking news happen. out here <laughs>
1: yeah. um yeah a hundred percent i mean i think you have to say no to stuff all the time i mean yeah there's just certain things. And for every person that's going to be different, you know, whether you're a believer or e- even people that aren't believers, yeah. I think, you know, there's certain things that you're like, that you will and will not do on camera, maybe. Um, yeah. and so for me, like, I feel very confident as far as where I stand on that stuff. Like this, this, I will do on camera. This, I will definitely never do. You'll never yeah. see me be doing this. And so I just think it's being like, like, yeah. Again, steadfast, steadfast, sure. immovable, always <laughs> abounding in the work of the Lord. And I think yeah, if yeah. we are letting a situation kind of dictate what we're going to do, ultimately, I I think it kind of come. I've talked about this before, actually. Like yeah. when I when I uh, done like a panel at Rally, yeah, was h- how are we going to make decisions? I think if you you kind of get to operate by by piece, like if you're yes, making a decision real. and it it does not sit well with your spirit. It really bothers your peace. I don't think we can do that, you know, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't do stuff that stretches us or that maybe even makes us feel uncomfortable because I think you can grow in those things. Right. But if it bothers your peace, I think that's, that's the thing where you're like, Ooh, okay, well I'm not going to do that. And then if it does let your yes, be yes. And let your no be no, like it be, be firm in what you say, you know, don't be wavering back and forth. Uh, a man whose double mind is unstable in all his ways. And so I think you have to like decide okay, That's this is for me and then this is not. Yeah. And the only way to know if something is like okay, this is just stretching me and feels a little bit outside of my comfort zone, but That's I still true. it it's something I want to do. The only way to know if something is for you or is not is to be in the word. That's what true. does his word say about say about us? What does his word say about our identity? Yeah. That's going to be the way that you're going to know if something is bothering your spirit or something is just kind of uncomfortable because yeah. it's outside of your comfort zone.
0: That's true. Bro. I, I read this thing that said that like our God is a God of emotions and he feels perfectly. Mm. So when he gave yes. us our emotions to help us navigate the life that we live right now. So like sometimes like I, I think our generation uses the word vibe, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if, if the vibe is off or like if something just not does not feel right, like don't. Don't don't do it or don't force it. You know, yeah. like I, I I as I've gotten older have learned to to kind of discern what that voice sounds like. Because sure. like, sometimes I'll be in a place where it's like it's a new environment, like it's normal. Yeah. But then sometimes I'll be trying to convince myself that I should be there, and it's something
1: that I should have been. Doing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and I think there's a balance between. I think ultimately what you're saying is kind of like, okay, is this, is this just not sitting well with my spirit and why, or is this bothering my peace and why? And, um, you know, but then on, there's also the thing of like, okay, we don't operate by what we see or how we feel. We get to operate by a different standard of truth, but what is it's, it's being in the word. So that's that's, for me, that's like, That's how you sift through all the nuances of what's going on, whether it be in the industry and like it going into different opportunities with business, whatever the case is. Yeah. Like we have to know the word. We have to know what his word says about us. Um, And then, yeah.
0: Okay. Closing comments. uh, If you were to give advice to maybe teenage Kaden or somebody who's listened to this, just general, like, like something that's been on your heart as of recently. What's something that you'd want to share?
1: Wait, am I going to teenage Kaden or am I going to just like a random bit of? A, I you feel have like are, Yeah, I think so. Answers. I don't. I don't know. Uh, My mind's like going a million uh, miles a minute, thinking about just two of those things. Which give one? Give us teenage Kaden. Teenage Kaden? Kaden. Yeah, give us teenage Kaden. Um, man, that's a good question. Starts crying. <laughs> single. Yeah, single, single tier. tier. Um, QB one Kaden. I would say. Uh, yeah, I would probably, as far as decision-making, man, I would say, like, just just know who you are. Uh, yeah. I would probably just say, know that's who true. you are. I would really be, like, encouraging that kid and reminding him exactly who he is and that, like, we don't operate by a spirit of fear. I'm throwing out scripture right now. Come I on. Mean, I mean, that's what's flowing um, out of you, bro. That's yeah, what you've been putting in. It's like, yeah. uh, we don't operate. The spirit that the Lord gives us is not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, sound and mind. a sound, steady mind or self-discipline, depending on which translation. But so I would just like, I would just encourage that kid to like, hey, dude, if it ever feels like fear, it's not of the Lord. Yeah. Like, cause we get to operate by power, love, and a sound, steady mind. Yes. That right. gets to be our identity. So probably that.
0: Bro, you for sure read KJV Bible translation.
1: Uh, at the, at church. It's like, it's New <laughs> King James all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, bro, I'm NIV, NLT.
0: Bro, the contemporary one is crazy. You'd be like, God is lit, yo, or something like that. Something <laughs> in sense like that. Man, bro, thank you for coming on to the Vision Room social. Yeah. Uh, For y'all that are listening, if you want to see more from my boy, follow him on Instagram at Caden Boyd. Right? Any Mm -hmm. other socials you want to plug? No. That's it. That's, That's it, all. Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not. I'm not really big on social media right now, man. I don't know. Right. Like I've, I've gone through seasons, but right now I feel like so I'm just kind I'll of valuing privacy. I, I love mean. that. No, I love that. Yeah. It. If I'm if I'm
0: keeping it like 100 with you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Plug the vision room social. Follow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Love <laughs> you. Yeah.